Welcome to the Do Life Better podcast, where we believe that you get to create who you are being and who you become. And it's often the smallest changes and actions that make the biggest difference. Each week, your host, Dave Jorner, will bring you the best guests, tips and messages to inspire and help you to do life even better. Thanks for joining us today. Now let's get started. Hi friends and welcome back to the Do Life Better podcast. I know I say this a lot, but I say it because it's true. I am so grateful that you've chosen to join me again on your way into work or school or while you're working out or at home, just doing whatever it is that you do while listening to this podcast. I love knowing that the guests and messages on this podcast are helping you in some way. So thanks again for joining me. And of course, if you are with us for the first time, thank you and welcome. I trust and hope that you will uh, find heaps of inspiring interviews and messages across our 30 episodes that we have so far. Now, for today's episode, have you ever found yourself working incredibly hard but not getting the results or breakthroughs you want and deserve? Have you ever been wanting that next promotion, higher grades, or to make the sports team of your dreams, but even though you know you have the talents, skills, and knowledge, you never seem to get there? Well, today's guest can help you. Marco Macari was a semi-elite sportsman who wanted to play for the team of his dreams, but fell just short of creating that breakthrough into a professional team. Since then, he has turned his passion for elite sports and his first-hand experience of just missing out on reaching that breakthrough moment into a thriving business that helps other elite athletes realize their dreams, such as professional football teams and representing Australia at the Olympic Games. The wisdom and tips Marco is about to share with you will help you in your business, study, sports and any other areas of your life where you are wanting to create that breakthrough. So, I hope you enjoy today's chat with Marco Macari. Hi Marco, thank you very much for joining me today on the Do Life Better podcast. You're more than welcome Dave, thanks for having me. Absolutely. Thanks again for your time today. And now I'm really keen to hear about what it takes for some athletes to break through because obviously some have the skill, some have the drive, some have the passion and the purpose, but they just don't quite make it. They just don't quite break through, whereas others do. And with your experience, um, you know you know what it takes and you've helped a lot of athletes get there to to become Olympic athletes and, and to make it to elite level. And so I'd love to hear a lot about that. Before we do though, I understand that you have always had a love of elite sports and in fact it started at a young age for you when I believe you and your brother jumped the fence at the Jane Stadium, is that correct? I think it's the Lakeside Stadium <laughs> now but you and your brother jumped the fence to watch Melbourne Victory, is that right? That's right, yeah. When it was named Bob Jane Stadium, we, we had a thing for Archie Thompson, we loved watching him and if uh, if we weren't watching him on TV, we were climbing the fence and sort of having a bit of a sneak <laughs> to how he was doing. <laughs> Fantastic, so you kind of took any chance possible yeah to watch him yeah that's right our parents weren't really into the soccer and so convincing them to to get us tickets was almost impossible so we thought the yeah. uh, the next best thing would be um watch him from afar nice one and so it only makes sense then i suppose that you've turned that love of watching elite athletes into um you know you were quite involved in sport yourself but now you help elite athletes 
fulfill their dream and their passion and to actually make it. And one of the things I know you talk a lot about is this analogy about why some make it and some don't. And it's to do with birds, which I love. Um, You talk about the rooster, the turkey and the eagle. And I'd love to hear more about that. Yeah, well, look, the thing that that struck me as uh, as a young child, Dave, was I was really keen on becoming an elite, elite athlete myself, and so I thought I was doing all the right things and trying everything, and I I did uh, I did take it to sort of semi elite level, but I just never was able to break through and play for for a professional team or a MPL soccer team or um, or the basketball team that I was desiring. And so when I started working with these teams as a chiropractor, I started to see how athletes were being mentored and coached into becoming elite athletes. I, I use that analogy. We spoke about the roosters, the turkeys, and the eagles because every team's got what we call a rooster and the roosters are those really naturally talented local athletes who who are the best players on their team the good thing about roosters is they're they're naturally born with the talent they perform really well but the thing with roosters is they're all about being the best on the team and so they don't have that drive to take them to the next level right so the roosters are just happy being the best yeah so as long as they're in a team where they're the best they're happy is that what you're saying exactly right so imagine imagine a, a rooster would be the type of person who's playing maybe state 3 state 4 really killing sure. it best player on the team and then they'd get an offer to play say state 1 um, uh, whether it's basketball, soccer, or whatever sport it is, and then um, they'd be sitting on the bench, playing off the bench, or even playing in the second squad. And uh, and those players normally would would quickly go back to their old team and and rather just play in their comfort zone where they're the best, rather than challenge themselves to play at a higher level. Sure. Okay. And I imagine we'll get more into these shortly as well. So thank you for that. And the turkey, tell me about the turkey. So the turkeys are the really hard workers of the team. They're the ones that believe it's all about hard work, you know, hard work pays off, um, no Mm -hmm. pain, no gain. And the world of sports is full of hurt and disappointed turkeys because they lack direction. So they don't know where they're going. They don't know what they can do, but they just believe if they work so hard, the opportunity will come. And unfortunately, opportunities sometimes just don't come on their own. You have to, you have to pursue it. And so that's, uh, that's what happens with the turkeys. Now, the third example is the Eagles, Dave, and they're the athletes that really get to soar. So sometimes they've got natural ability, sometimes they don't, but they're continuously learning and developing. They consistently refine their skills and techniques, and they're always moving forward. So whether their club is winning or losing, they're always improving. Whether the teammates are positive or negative, they're always positive. They're always moving forward. They've got that vision, and everyone just seems to love them. You know, when they're playing for your team, everyone's playing better. They're the sort of players that are the Eagles and they're the ones that sort of make it through. Right. Okay. So where did this analogy come from? How long had you been working on this or you know, how many years of working with athletes and helping them break through? How many years did it take you to come up with this and, and um, you know, where was the inspiration for it? So I, uh, I, I read the quote that says, if you want to fly with the Eagles, um, you can't scratch with the turkeys. I'm sure you might have heard of yeah, that. Yeah, and, yeah. Uh, and I sort of looked at it and I said, oh, look, they're, they're two different birds. Why, why, would, uh, why would turkeys be such a bad thing and eagles be such a good, good sort of um, good bird? But then I, I thought, like I really looked into it and I realized that eagles are always – they're flying up. They're always looking up. You know, when it rains, um, most birds hide under cover. Eagles fly above the clouds. 
Do you know what I mean? And I just thought, what better animal can we use to to represent um, what athletes' lives are like, especially professional mm. athletes? And uh, and that's when we came mm. up with uh, Soaring Health, our our sports and wellness center, and um, mm. and and we named it after the eagle, the the Soaring Health. And so your health and wellness center, you do help athletes go to the elite level, yeah? And you help athletes become Olympians and quite successful. Absolutely. Look, not all our athletes become Olympians, that's for sure. But we definitely help athletes course, achieve their yeah. goals, really, and reach their dreams. Now, a lot of athletes, we, we look at their physical capacity and we tell them, look, this is uh, maybe unachievable. Um, but the vast majority of them, we can definitely help them um, get to, especially if they've got realistic goals, we can definitely help them get there. That's a big point, I'd imagine, having the realistic goals. Do you have to have conversations with athletes and, and about their goals and have that tough conversation about is this actually realistic or not for you? Absolutely. When they come into our center, the first thing they receive is a form. And in that form, they've got all their different goals. Um, they write them down. So we give them mm. six, uh, three short-term goals, three long-term goals. We then get them to list down all the obstacles that they can think of. So whether it's physical, whether it's mental, whether it's uh, it could be something like financial opportunity-wise or not having the right mentors. Mm. Um, and then from there, we can sort of see, we're also asking for their strengths and their weaknesses. Now, if someone uh, if someone wants to become a sprinter, but they've never they've never been coached to run, and they're twenty eight years old, we might tell them, mm. "Look, it's uh, it's possible that you might be competing at a local level, but we can't get you to the Commonwealth Games. That's probably not realistic." But I I think most athletes know what they can and what they can't achieve. If anything, we help them sort of look further. Well, you help them look further. That's right. I'll uh, I'll give you an example. We had a young player um, who's who's doing so well for himself, and he he came to us um, playing playing football at state one level, and he wanted to be the best player on his team. And I said to him, "Look, you're you're a great player. What do you think's holding you back?" And he said, "My the way I eat. It's uh, I'm feeling heavy. I'm just not fit." And I said, "How many goals are you scoring?" He he's a, a football striker, a soccer striker. And he said, oh, I, I average one or two a game. And I said, that's pretty impressive for, for State 1. He's 19 years old. Um, so I said to him, and what are you doing to sort of keep strong? He's doing gym three times a week. Um, what's the coach think? My coach is really impressed. And he had all the right signs to show that he's naturally talented. He's working hard, but his, his fitness just wasn't there. And so we started investigating and we found that his diet was just terrible. So he was eating Hungry Jacks after the game. On a hot day, he'll be smashing down Slurpees. He was just, he was, he was doing everything else right except his diet. Mm. So we didn't have a dietitian on the team at the time. So we sent him over to a sports dietitian. Now he changed his diet and within four weeks, he was the fittest player on his team. Just by doing the one thing. And it was just his diet. He was just, he cut a lot of the sugars. He cut a lot of the carbs. And with the training that he was doing already, um, he was able to improve so much. Once he did that, he was then fitter and one of the best players. And then he just got an opportunity to play for Melbourne Victory Youth Team which he, of mm. course, gladly took. And now he's sort of trying to, to break into um, to one of the more senior teams as he gets older. Now, he's, he's still young. He's 19. He's got a few years before before he'll do anything like that. But we're, we're still telling him you've got to look beyond that, beyond the A-League. And um, you know what? You might get a chance later on. If you just keep doing all the right things, you never know where you'll be in two years. 
Well, yeah, the power of the small change. That's right, and it's it's people talk about what, those little one percenters, and sometimes it's it's just that missing link that people people need to take them to the next level. All right. Okay. So I'd love to hear more about what is it people can do to help them step up. And I know that you'll be giving a lot of sporting and athlete analogies, which is fantastic for, for everyone out there who is an athlete themselves. And also I'd imagine that a lot of this, the mindset and the thinking, and as you said, looking for the small things is relatable regardless of where our listeners are. If they're in business, if they're a family person, if they are at school or university, I imagine a lot of the mindset things would be quite similar and transferable firstly what holds some potential elite athletes back why is it that some people don't make it that that's a great question dave for me whether it's business whether it's sport whether it's life or relationships i find the main thing that holds people back is they actually don't know where they are now and so what they do is so true. Yeah. So they may have a clear vision of where they want to go. They may even have things they need to do to get there, but they just don't know what their strengths are now and what their weaknesses are. So whether it's business or relationships or finances or even school and career, you need to know where you are now. So let's use example for business here. One of the first things they mm. say is how much money are you turning over? They might not even know that. Do you know what I mean? But it, but in their heads, they want to make more money, but they don't know where they sit now. Say in a relationship, they they want to get married or they they sort of want to take it to the next level, but they don't really know where they are with their partner, where's their partner at. Um, so I think knowing where you are now, and sometimes that, that, that takes time and it, it takes a lot of investment. So you have to set time where you, you'll sit one or two hours just by yourself with some soft music and just ask yourself, where am I now mm. in terms of the different goals that I want to achieve? And that I think that's that's maybe that's what I lacked when I was um, competing. So I, I had s- certain strengths. Um, back then, I didn't feel like there were strengths. Now that I'm 29 years old, I, uh, I miss a lot of them. Um, so things like uh, I was really fit, I was really fast. Now I have to work twice as hard to maintain my fitness and uh, and my speed is not there anymore. Whereas if I picked this up when I was 18 years old and I realized, you know what, I can use my speed to as an advantage. I can then work on my maybe confidence on the ball. I can work on my dribbling. Knowing where I am is, is so important. And it just surprises me how, yeah. how much people sort of overlook where they are now. And that's the, I would say that's the, that's the first step. So do you think that some people don't give the time to find out where they are for maybe one of two reasons? Maybe one of them is they just haven't thought about it. They just haven't given the time. They haven't realized the importance of it. And secondly, do you think it could maybe be because they're a little bit scared, maybe a little bit concerned? Maybe they won't – maybe they're thinking – they're not going to like where they're at. For example, the one about the annual turnover for a business, maybe they'll be scared about knowing the reality that the numbers aren't exactly where they want to be. Or in terms of sport, maybe they'll be scared in terms of maybe I'm not going as well as I want. Absolutely. So have you found in your experience that maybe it's a bit of both? It's They don't understand the importance. And secondly, maybe they're scared of what the reality might be. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. And and a lot of people are sort of uh, looking forward, looking forward, looking forward and not looking down to see where they're at now. But you're right. Sometimes it is scary and um, sometimes one of the hardest things is to, to write down your weaknesses. But then if you don't know what they are, you can't really work on them. Exactly. What's step two then? Um, step two is after knowing where you are, you've got to know where you want to, uh, what you want to reach. And so um, having a clear goal of 
where you see your life or your career or your your sporting uh, as a professional, what your clear goals are. So I always say really, 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 really clear and sometimes too clear. So I want to I always tell people, say, what team do you want to play for? Who do you want to be coached by? Um, and then uh, once they've got a clear image um, and what year you want to achieve it by, once they've got that really clear image, their mind and the whole universe starts working towards making them reach that particular goal. But saying something like, I want more money, I want better relationship, I want to play for a better team, it actually means nothing. It just means you haven't thought about it, you don't know exactly what you want. And so having those clear, precise goals, to me, I am, I think that's the second most important step. And once you know where you are, knowing where you're going makes you feel so much better. You know, you know those weight loss um weight loss pictures? No one has trouble mm. taking a after picture, you know, after the 12 week challenge, after the the 8 week challenge. But the first picture, that's the hardest part. No one wants to take their top off. Mm. No one wants to really face face where they're at now. And sometimes it's like that with our goals, just like you said, and people are afraid to see where they are now. Absolutely having that clear goal because if you haven't got the clear goal, whether it be more money get into a professional team or having better relationships. If you haven't got a clear goal, a way to measure it, you'll never know when you're there. Absolutely. Exactly right. You'll never be able to have that moment of celebration and achievement. That's right. Is there a third step? There is. There is. So you've discovered where you are now, you know where you want to go, and then that's when you sort of have to plan the journey. So what do you need to do? to reach that goal. And so we always uh, break it down into like a, a timeline with time. So it could be a two-year goal, it could be a 10-year goal. And we sort of break it up into say five or six different segments where it could be every quarter, three, every three months or every six months. And then we always tell people, what do you need to do to get there? So what do you need to do as an athlete? What mentors do you need to help you get there? What sort of diet do you need to be on to get there? What does your body need to achieve to get there? So you look at those four different aspects and you ask yourself, what can I do on my own? So things like reading books, things like listening to podcasts like yourself, um, keeping motivated, they're all things people can do as individuals and the onus is on them. The second one is mentors, which is so important. We only know what we know. Whereas mentors who've who've walked down the journey that we've that we're aspiring to to travel, they can always give us an insight. They will help save us months and years of our journey following mentors. Yeah, they can teach us what they've learned in twenty years. They can teach us that in a very short period exactly, of time. Exactly, exactly. And they'll help you do those little missing links that we're talking about previously. Things that we don't really see. You know, this athlete I was telling you about, he he knew he was unfit, but he never thought of looking into his diet. Whereas as a health practitioner, that was the first thing I was looking at, having a look at what he's putting into his body. Number three was the with the diet and nutrition. I always think that's so important. It's it's the fuel we put in in ourselves. And so if the fuel isn't clean and effective, we can't be performing at our very best. Oh, for sure. Food is data for your body, Absolutely. Isn't it? Absolutely. And then obviously our physical strength. So as a sports chiropractor, I'm always looking at things like people's symmetry, how well they're moving, how much uh, muscle strength they have, how flexible they are, all that sort of stuff. As an athlete, super important. You can have all the right things, but if your body's not moving right or doing what it's supposed to be doing, um, or you've got even a small joint injury, that could end end a sporting career. But again, that's that's something you can sort of transform into any area of your life. 
Oh, yeah, absolutely. And again, whether it be sport or relationships or business or study or anything, those four areas are absolutely key. That's right. That's exactly right. Is there one that you would see makes the biggest gains or would they be equal? You remember that analogy we spoke about, the roosters, the turkeys and the eagles? It really depends where you are. So if, if, you're, if you're like a rooster where you're performing really well, you've probably got all the physical attributes. I would say focusing on the mental mentorship would be the most important. Having someone to sort of push you through those really hard times where you're not as good, where you don't get that sort of fame and glory and recognition. Whereas if you're like a hardworking eagle and you're just you're just an engine, you're running, your, your body just keeps breaking down, then, uh, then you probably know what you need to do. You're working hard, but the body just isn't holding up. And that's when physical, um, having a physical coach would, uh, would be more beneficial. So it really depends on where you're at as an athlete and what you lack. And that's why it's really important to know what your weaknesses are, which is uh, step one, where you are now. Yeah, for sure. It's hard to know how to improve if you don't know exactly where you are. Right exactly now. right. Exactly. So in terms of putting all this together as a story, as an example, is there someone you've worked with? And, and I understand that you may not be able to share their name and that's okay if mm-hmm. you can't. Is there a, a story, a moment that's been the proudest for you? Someone who you've seen tremendous growth and change and they've become successful? Oh, look, there's there's many, many stories like that. What, one of my proudest moments probably isn't for a particular athlete, but one of my proudest moments was when I, uh, I introduced this sort of idea to the Australian lacrosse team. And so I was um, I was called in for the under-19 squad where they had a lot of athletes and, again, top top players in the nation. So they're, they're, they're quite good where they're at already. But I sort of spoke to them about what they were missing, their physical, their nutritional, their psychological. And uh, and the team and the staff were, were so impressed with this sort of Getting, getting athletes to the next level because a lot of them just assume that it will just happen and the best will will stay. But once we got one or two or three athletes sort of changing their mindset, realizing that they are getting better, that they've already achieved so much, but they can take it even further. One of the proudest moments when was I actually got asked to become the medical officer for the Australian lacrosse team because I sort of got to work with all those athletes and um, we traveled to Canada. That was 2016. And uh, and we just had a solid team physically, mentally. Now we we didn't compete against the USA. They were they were the top team. They they beat us comfortably. We didn't compete against Canada. But when we played England, we did really well. When we played against other teams at our level, we did so well. And it was just it was just amazing to see how much those athletes can can transform their mindset and really achieve their goals as a team rather than as individual athletes. So that I would say that that's my proudest moments. But there are there are plenty of individual sort of stories and it's not the ones that make it to the Commonwealth Games or Olympics that make me the most proud. It's it's probably the ones that sort of thought they'll never get back to to soccer after an ACL injury that are now playing. It's the more personal, emotional, the ones where we feel like we've actually enriched their lives rather than um, taking them all the way to the top. Nice one. I'd love to hear more about you just mentioned there about how you've been able to enrich their lives. Uh, I'd love to hear, is an example of that? Is there a story of that? Um, the, the one I spoke about, uh, the, the Melbourne Victory Boy, that, that was a big one. Um, but enriching lives uh, actually is not an athlete. So one of our, uh, one of our clients, a father, 
He's a, a really good man, so early 40s. Um, now, his wife was um, was diagnosed. Um, she was diagnosed with cancer. And so he was um, – he came in really stressed. His goals were really – his back was hurting. His, mentally, he wasn't in the right space. He Everything, work wasn't going well, had no time for the kids. And uh, and so I'll uh, I'll just give this client a name. This is not his real name, but let's just call him John. Mm. And so we, um, we, we had a chat with John and look, what do you want to achieve? Um, what do you want to do? He had a lot of physical things holding him back. And so that's where I specialize as a chiropractor. And Bianca, our myotherapist, we worked with him. And after a few consults, John was looking better and better each visit. And then by the third visit, it was it was just after the long weekend, um, so a few days ago, we uh, John came in and we said, John, h- how have you been? And he was just almost in tears. He said, ever since I've, um, it's not ever since I've sort of started changing my mindset, focusing on where I am now, focusing on what I want to get, where I want to get to, focusing on the little steps that I need to do. I've just changed and I feel like my body's feeling better. We went to the beach on the long weekend. We spent four days there. I was running with my kids on the beach. It was the first time I've done it um, in, in, in months and he was in tears. And to me, that was, that was what it's all about. That's what enriching lives is to me. So people can just go on living, doing what they want to do rather than just performing at the best. Yeah, so for you, it's a lot more than simply allowing them to be better athletes or getting their health back. It's about the roll-on effect that has on the rest of their lives and and with the four elements and having a good mentor and your diet and future planning and and being really specific about that. Do you find in general with a lot of the athletes that it doesn't just enhance their sporting abilities, but it has a roll-on effect to their relationships and in other areas of their life, yeah, you, you'd know, it, Dave. With uh, when you're sort of uh, working on one aspect of someone's life, someone's life, you always affect the other aspects. And if and if you're improving one, um, normally their 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 life as a whole is improved. I'm sure you would have seen it working with a lot of um, teenagers and school kids. How um, a couple of little things, whether it's from their sporting perspective or their relationship perspective or even their grades at school, doing that, how that can improve their confidence and how confidence can improve their self-esteem and how improving self-esteem can then improve their performance on uh, on a sporting platform. I, I, I absolutely agree that working on one aspect of someone's life will always always improve the other aspects. The most successful people um, on the pitch are, are successful off the pitch. Oh, for sure. And even just having, as you're saying, a mentor and and having increased diet and direction, it helps you be healthier in so many different ways. It helps you know exactly what you're on about and it can only enhance so many other areas. Uh, And before you were mentioning that, that as a younger person, you were into a lot of sport and everything. And do you wish you knew then what you know now? Oh, absolutely. The reason why I'm so focused on working with young athletes is because I wish I had this sort of program when I was around. We, uh, when, when I compare myself to the roosters, the turkeys and the eagles, I was definitely a turkey. So I was one of those hardworking. Before training, I'd be running. After training, I'll be doing my recovery properly. But I lack direction. I definitely lacked direction. I didn't have any mentors. Um, I was 
playing for the team that whichever team gave me offers and I'd I'd just go and play with them. I was playing under the wrong coaches. I was playing with teams that didn't suit my playing style and they're things that you don't see when you're younger. You just think that if you do all the hard work, things will come and things will happen. But now that I see working with, with a lot of elite teams, the amount of effort they put on developing these youth and those young kids into finding the right team, working with the right coaches, having the right programs, the possibilities are endless. And and uh, when when things just click, things start to happen and possibilities and doors open up. And so definitely wish this was available when I was around. We use Soaring Health, our Instagram page, as our sort of where we can reach out to the general population around the world and give little tips and bits of advice here and there. And we'll put this in our show yep, notes sounds too. good. And we always pull it advice and little pointers. And every fifth post, we, we've got a motivational message because we think that's that's really important. Um, but because we can't work with everyone and we just work with our local community, we find that to be the way where we can sort of give back to the community, even though um, we can't get on the phone with everyone and we can't be hands-on with everyone. But just having, having someone that sort of uh, advice all the time is so important. And I would I wish I had it as a as a young turkey. <laughs> <laughs> For sure. So after saying that then, are you okay right now, if you could have your time again, if you could have your choice again, would you right now prefer to, like do you wish right now that you were an elite successful athlete or would you prefer you're doing exactly what you're doing right now to be able to help other people enhance their lifestyles and achieve their goals? Yeah, well, look, now I've got a beautiful family. I've got uh, my uh, my lovely wife and, and a baby boy, so I wouldn't give that up for the world. Oh, congratulations. <laughs> Thank you. And so I, I, I wouldn't – I wouldn't um, the, the path I traveled, I probably would have wished to become more of an elite athlete, whereas now I, I, I sort of say I can make – I can help others achieve that goal through through the soaring health program and uh, and for me just seeing other people fulfill that in their lives is uh, is enough to to sort of keep me motivated and loving what I do but but when I was younger I definitely would uh, would have would have said doing all the right things and becoming a professional athlete and and performing on TV rather than than on podcasts <laughs> <laughs> that would be nice wouldn't yeah. it <laughs> so are there any things you're working on at the moment any new projects any new goals for yourself that you're working on we're, we're really developing our our Soaring Health Sports and Wellness Centre um, to to offer more services so things like dietetics we spoke about we've just uh, we've just uh, started offering that um, by having a, a dietitian on board we've also got a physiotherapist who's looking after a lot of the rehab recovery overcoming injuries Injuries and surgeries, and we're looking at getting more programs in the in like aquatic programs um, and offering more services um, for these athletes. But that that's my main focus at the moment, just uh, getting more services in to our local community to help help young athletes. Yeah, good on you. Sounds like you're doing some incredible work down there, and and uh, yeah, all the best with those goals too. Of course, thank you. Dan. And. Yep. Before I ask the final two questions, is there any advice um, that you'd like to give or is there any question I haven't asked, you know, anything else that, that you'd like to give our listeners? Yeah, look, I, I think we've we've covered a lot. It, we, it might only be a, a few little pointers, 
but if people actually do them, um, they will start to see see things. So um, one one piece of advice I'd give people is literally dedicate one hour where you can go for a drive somewhere, sit by yourself with a paper and pen. Um, you might have your headphones on, no distractions, and just write down all the things, three three pages, where you are, page number two, where you want to go, and then page number three, the plan. Um, and actually doing that, is uh, you can listen to it all you want, but you actually have to do it to see the results. Excellent. And again, we'll spell that out in our show notes for all of our listeners as well. So just in case you missed that, we'll put that in our show notes for our listeners. And uh, one of the things I like to ask all of our guests, particularly for, um, as our guests come from different areas of expertise and experience, is you know, this is the Do Life Better podcast. I love hearing different interpretations on what doing life better means. So Marco, what does that mean to you? What does doing life better mean to you? For me, um, I would say, do, <laughs> look, it's a tough question and um, there's so many ways you can do life better. But for me, doing life better is sort of, you know, we only get one chance at life and doing everything you want to achieve in your life. For me, that's doing it better. And uh, and especially being content with what you've done already, that's, that's just as important. So, um, yeah, doing those things that you've always wanted to do, but also appreciating it and just allowing those moments to sink in when you do reach those goals because you never know how long you're going to be able to do or be or be at the sort of level you're at now. So it's good to sort of just sit down and reflect and appreciate what you've achieved. Thank you. I like that. Thank you. Uh, where can our listeners get in contact with you if they want to find out more about Soaring Health or uh, you mentioned your Instagram account as well. Where could our listeners get in contact with you? Look, most of uh, it, like if, if you just Google my name, Marco Macari, you'll find a lot of links to, to Soaring Health. Um, you'll find my LinkedIn profile. You'll find a couple of um, social media links. But I think our, our Instagram page for, for people wanting to follow us and keep in touch regularly um, that's that's probably the best way. If you have a particular question um, or something that you want to ask me directly, so dr so Dr. Marco dr Marco at soaringhealth.com.au, you can reach me directly. Um, send me an email, and I'll I'll endeavour to get back within 24 hours with any any questions, any links. Um, we've also got our blog blogs on on our website soaringhealth.com.au, but social media is uh, especially. Um, Instagram's probably probably the best way to find us. Fantastic. We'll have all that in the show notes as well, Marco. Thank you. And so for our final one, uh, as you know, we finish each podcast with a challenge for the week, uh, something that our listeners can, can work on for this week to help them do their life even better. So, Marco, what would your challenge be for the week? I've listened to the last few you've had. You've had some really good challenges, and I thought, uh, of finding one that can sort Thank of you. be in par with those, and I like uh, I like um, the challenge of taking the long cut. So a lot of people look for the shortcut, but when when you're someone that wants to get more out of life, um, having that integrity to take the long way when no one else is watching, uh, doing the hard, the doing it the, the proper, the hard way, the way it's meant to be done, to me that's the best best way. And you can apply that if if you're in business. Um, sometimes the hardest thing is uh, is giving giving more than than you'll receive when you're when as an athlete. Sometimes it's uh, it's uh, when your coach tells you to do twenty push ups, do twenty push ups, not eighteen. When uh, when you've got the escalator or the stairs to take the stairs, you know, take the long cut, and that you'll get more. You'll get more by by doing it the right way. 
Fantastic. Find ways this week. You can take the long cut. You can go the extra mile, yeah? Absolutely. Marco, thank you. Uh, thank you for the work that you are doing, for the way that you aren't just helping uh, athletes reach their goals. And I mean, that in itself is huge, you know, to help athletes and young people uh, realize their dreams and, and find the missing links so that they can do that. So I want to affirm you for, for the work you're doing there to help young people and athletes reach their dreams. And also what you're saying before about helping them believe in themselves. Um, I'd imagine once they realize what their missing link is, uh, then their self-belief grows and that's only going to affect the rest of their lives and their relationships as well. So Mark, I really want to thank you for the work that you're doing with a lot of um, athletes out there, a lot of people out there in the community to, again, help them realize their dreams and help them do their life even better. So Marco, thank you very much for that and I really appreciate your time today. You're more than welcome, Dave. I also want to just uh, shout out and say that what you're doing with this podcast and all the, the services you're offering at schools, I know you don't you don't ever get enough appreciation. I know you're not after that anyway, but the amount of lives you're changing just by having a free podcast like this one where people can get that mentorship and listen to that wherever they're going, whether they're driving to work or going to school. And uh, it's it's people like you that, that really give more than they take. And it's uh, I'm, I'm just glad to be part of, uh, part of your show. Thanks, Marco. You got me deep then. Thank you very You're much. You're more than welcome. Really appreciate that. Thanks, Marco, again. Thank you very much for your time. Appreciate that. Thank you. More than welcome. So there we have it. And remember Marco's challenge for the week, which is take the long cut and do the hard yards as you work towards reaching your goal. So I hope that's a very helpful challenge for you for this week. And I hope the other challenge has been quite helpful for you as well along this journey to today. So thank you very much for joining me again. Please do remember whatever app you're using to listen to this podcast, please do rate it, leave a review and share it out with your family and friends. It'd be greatly appreciated. There'll be one favor for me, one small thing that'll make a massive difference for this podcast. So thank you for doing that. And of course, I look forward to having you join me again next time. Thanks again for listening to the Do Life Better podcast. You can find all our show notes at www.projecthatch.com.au forward slash do life better. If you'd like to book Dave Joyner to speak at your event, company or school, you can contact him at hello at projecthatch.com.au. You can contact us on Facebook at Project Hatch and on Instagram at project underscore hatch please remember to subscribe to the podcast and share it with someone you think would benefit from these messages. And now it's time to get out there and do life better.